Hi, welcome to the Philosophy, Science, and Religion podcast. This is George Ortega. I'm here with Chandler Klebs, Trick Slattery, and Papo. Papo, what's your last name? Oh, Ortiz, sorry. All right, so Ortiz. Like, yeah, thanks. So, all right, so like what we're going to explore today is the question, who decides um, what the definition of God is? I mean, we could apply this to like, you know, other topics also. Who decides what the definition of anything is? But let's, let's focus on this you know, to, to focus our, because like, you know, we've talked before about whether we can conclude that God exists or not. And naturally that that depends on how we're defining God. And naturally that depends on, you know, what, you know, what criteria is for, you know, the proper definition of not just that word, but any word. The the very uh, first thing that needs to be established, yes, is, um, is what the definition of God is. And uh, if you guys know anything about the semantics of it or the entomology, it comes from the German word Gott, which was a uh, um, the, the Germanic deity, basically. It was their name for God. And because, you know, English is, is so heavily uh, relying on, on German, that's where the word God actually came from. But you have this you have this same synonymous concept in almost all cultures of a supreme being, of a, of a, of a creative power. Of the um, the originating source of, of all life of all things, um, and you know essentially many many different names all down through history, many different gods down through history that you know various personified aspects of nature, personified with human qualities. And right, I hear it. And actually, yeah. I want to focus on that, Papo. In other words, like our modern conception of God evolved from previous conceptions of quote-unquote gods, you know, more than one god, you know, like basically polytheism preceded monotheism. So basically, you know, I think let's let's see if we can reach agreement in terms of um, why the concept emerged. And and I think think what happened however many thousands of years ago, 10, 20, 30,000, you know, who knows how long ago, you know, people just, you know, began to ask, why does it rain? Why does it thunder? Sure. Why are there hurricanes and tornadoes and stuff? You know, sure. why, we, why we, we're living. Yeah, we're living. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish, Papo. Oh, sorry. So, um, we need to so, get you on camera so I can see you when you're still talking. No, nah, that's all right. Well, just wait until <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, so basically, um, what happened was that, you know, they're, they're asking the question, why things happen, right? And so originally, initially, they basically, you know, just as like we use terms like, you know, heat and convection and and air pressure to 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 explain how, let's say, hurricanes and tornadoes happen. Right. They their vocabulary, you know, uh, use the words of, of gods of like, well, the god of wind, you know. Um, and the God of, let's say, of angry anger combined, you know, to create a hurricane or something. In other words, like they and they personified this stuff, whereas we in, in, in science tend not to. But that's, you know, that was like, I think, the original um, purpose for, well, wanna, for, for coming let me know up with done. gods. Wait, 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 hold on one more. Um, and so the idea is like that from that purpose, then I think they ultimately concluded that all right, that if there are like all these multitudinous different kinds of gods or forces, that it seems logical to conclude that there's one, you know, um, central governing force. Okay, go ahead, Papa. Okay, all I want to say was 
that was uh, that that much of that is true. Much of what you said is true. It's a little bit of an oversimplification with the formation of monotheism, but um, it's it's basically accurate. And all I wanted to make the distinction was say that um, it wasn't it wasn't just semantics. Like they weren't just describing forces of nature. They literally thought that there was a personal um, a personal being behind all of these powers. And as you said, they they personified it. So we project we anthropomorphize you know aspects of nature qualities of nature and and we project our own you know human traits human characteristics onto the onto these naturally occurring events and phenomena um i mean it's a it's a long sort of very sorted convoluted complex uh history as how how the you know we went from you know animism to uh polytheism to monotheism and and you know that whole that whole like sort of trajectory it's very complex uh, but, but i think we want to get to the, the philosophy yeah, of it the idea yeah, really yeah we just yeah. want to reach a general agreement on this uh trick what's your take did, <laughs> well, there's did I two, well yeah yeah i think i think you did a good job george um there's just two key words that i think apply to the majority of gods throughout history and that's being which which we, we should get into this word being and deity, I think, because a lot of people would consider their God a deity. Um, so, so those two words, I think, are important concepts for the for the word God. And, and so, when we when we talk about a God that that isn't a deity or isn't a being, then I, I think it's it becomes problematic semantically. All right. So we'll get into that later when we go into the the attributes of God and how how. They can be how they they should be derived. Chandler, what's your take there? Do you generally agree or? Well, I yeah, I agree with your original assessment. You know about how monotheism sort of grew out of polytheism, and even if it is an oversimplification, like Poffa was saying, the main point is we have to keep it simple for the sake of discussion, obviously. But yeah, um, this um, there yeah, I'm interested in this from a perspective of you know. What did people believe? Why did they believe it? And how did they use their deities to explain nature? So I'm interested in it from that point of view, but I do not believe that there is a correct definition of God because that's act, acting like who has the correct definition of unicorns, you know? And, and right, well, <laughs> Chandler, I want to address that directly immediately. So, like, um, why do you not believe that there's uh, there's no direct? I mean, uh, for example, like um, what comes to mind is like, well, the people who believe in free will can say, well, you want to know something? There's no correct definition of free will, you know, because, because they they you know, uh, um, you know, in other words, they can use that, and then like you know, we can say, well, free will is like you know the ability to choose independent of factors outside of our conscious control, and they say, no, no, that's just you know your definition. There is no correct definition. So how would you address that argument to this you know this matter of there being a correct definition to either God or pretty much anything? Well, I agree there, George. This is a problem because when we talk about free will or morality, people can do that. They can just say, oh, well, you have the wrong definition. Here's the right definition. Or they can say, oh, well, there is no right definition, so you can't tell me I'm wrong in anything. And I find this to be a serious problem, and I want to know how we're supposed to address it because I haven't found a solution. Can I make a suggestion? Can I make a suggestion? Just hear me out for a minute. Sure. I am, sure. Le I am less concerned with people's 
definitions and opinions of what God is or who God is. And I'm much more concerned with what actually exists. So I would like, if you, if you allow me to, you know, maybe somebody else take a turn, but if you come back to me, I would like to actually describe um, what actually exists in reality. And then I can sort of articulate how that represents that that can represent what is traditionally thought of as as the deity or the, the creative force or creative power because everybody's got their own opinion everybody's going to have their own take on it you got an atheist a pantheist an agnostic here and, and, Papa, uh, and, I and a deist with, I, so i think you know. i think i can do it a bit more concisely in other words like you know basically we went from um you know polytheism to monotheism and the, and, and so now we're, we're basically at the, the point at which, you know, in order to, to test, you know, to whether like we, we can come up with a definition that's accurate, you know, we have to like now define God. So like, so I, I think like, let's, let's start and let's reach agreement on, on these attributes before we go to the next well, ones. I'd like so, to say something before, before we go on, because you, you talked about the whole, you know, free will semantic thing. And I, I also have a problem with, compatibilism because it's kind of it takes a revisionist uh it re tries to revise the word free will uh in a way that's compatible and, and and if we look at that word and and we look at that their definition the compatibilist definition that ability exists um but the problem with the revisionist definition is that so many people believe that they have the abilities of the traditional um definition so 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 it becomes a problem and and, and i think this is going to be this it falls into the same problem when we talk about uh the word god uh, i agree with you but but like okay. but in other words like you know the the free will that darwin and freud and einstein refuted the free will that um that augustine meant when he when he coined the term I mean, like, you know, there, there's a, there's, it's been a debate, and yes, they can revise it. It's kind of like a straw man argument, but that doesn't mean they're right. There's still a proper definition for that, free will. Well, that, that that's, that's what I'm about. saying. So this is what I'm saying. So I'm saying, I'm saying the problem with just defining a word in any way you want is, is, is when, you have, when you start revising words, it becomes confusing, it becomes problematic. And it causes all these other issues uh, along the way. In so terms I, of communication, in terms of communication with others, in terms of communication, for, correct, right? Correct. For, for yourself, you might be have, you might have complete, you know, peace, um, you know, and peace about yeah. the idea. But for when you're speaking with others, because they already have their preconceived notions. And very, very right. quickly, I feel like George has a lot he wants to say. So let me just get this out, and then you can run with it, George. You have the floor. I, all I want to say is, from my perspective, I am actually in the business, in the process of redefining what God is, redefining the, the, the classical conventional definition of God and expanding our definition of nature. And that's all I want to say is that, that from my, my, point, my perspective, my point of view, I'm actually trying to redefine what, what, what people consider to be God and expand people's understanding of what nature is. All right, so, so Papa, as, as we go through the process, then just if we're missing something or just if, if we're deviating from what you mean, then, then definitely bring that into it. All right, so yep. yeah, but go so, for it. Go and, and trick and trick, we, we're on the same page. In other words, like you know, for example, we can define a chair as something you sit on, right? But once right. people start defining chair as something you sail across the the ocean in, you know, no, 
know, a chair right. or something you sit on. Well, actually, right. as long as you sit on whatever you're riding across the ocean, and then it's then it's a chair and a, a boat or whatever. Oh, well, that's, that's a good point. Words, with, words change. They Definition, yeah. right? Or a better, better example, like a, a chair is not something that you what that you that you bake cakes in. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't right. try that. <laughs> all right, all right. So like, so all right, we're on the same page in this. So let's start with uh, the attributes of God. Um, I believe that the 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 fundament. Well, you know, uh, uh, one primary attribute is. That God is everything. That's not actually the conventional understanding of God, but it, uh, omnipresence is involved. But that's 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 a, that's a um, that's an alternative actually understanding of what God is, because you you're speaking of of the pantheistic notion, but in traditional conventional religion, um, it's it's the the creative the the, the creative power that the, the all powerful that's omnis omni, omnipotent. Um, creative aspect. That's usually the oh, first. And, Papo, and here, here's yeah. where yeah. Um, trick. Before I um, respond to that, what's what's your take? Well, I mean, if, if we go into if we talk about Zeus, for example, uh, when, when people use the word Zeus as a god, as a god, they didn't refer to Zeus being everything comprising. No, everything. no, no, trick. No, we're, we're we've moved completely away from polytheism. Now, when we refer to God, we're we're referring to the monotheistic God. Right, that's uh, not, but that's not the monotheistic understanding of God. The monotheistic wait, 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 understanding no, uh, is a is a creative hold on, hold on. Uh, person. Yeah, I hear you. hold on, trick. So, like, you know, considering that we're we're moving from polytheism to monotheism, how does that, you know, describing God then as as everything? What what's your take on that? I don't think I don't think monotheism necessarily follows to that either. For example, some people are deists and and. Deists don't believe that God is our everything. They think God existed, created the universe, and then pretty much let let the universe just go off uh, separate. So, so a deist would would say that a, de a deist would be a mono like like there's no multiple gods. There's only one God for a deist. Yet it's not. It okay, so encompass everything. So it doesn't necessarily imply uh, the word God itself doesn't necessarily imply everything or, okay, or Chandler, even, what's no, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. It implies omni omni powers like omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. Then, let's not get into that yet. Let's not get into yeah. that yet. Let's go one at a time. Think Chandler, what's that, your take? Okay, so so far my take is that to a lot of people, you know, they want a what they want is they a God that's everything to them. They want. They want a god that represents everything that's important to them, everything that they consider sacred or important or whatever, and then they and then they have this source of all those things, and they call that god. And so, for a lot of people, it's fundamental that they believe that their god is omnibenevolent, and that's why there's so much of this problem of evil. Now, stuff. forget it. Just just focus on the everything. Well. George, when you say when you say everything, you mean in terms of physical matter, in terms of, of all the energy matter in the universe. That that is not the the traditional understanding of what God I mean, is. Well, well again, yeah. we'll, we'll address that. Let me, you know, I just want to hear Chandler's take, and I'll address what okay. you guys are okay. saying. Yeah, what what I would say, and this is from my experience, is that people try to say that God is the source of all the matter, that God created all matter, but that God existed pre the universe, pre-matter, if that makes sense. 
Transcendent. Excellent Chandler. So, so that's where we're going to take off. So in other words, like right, what Trick and Papa are saying, that they're, not everybody believes that God is everything, but you know, if, if we consider you know, this, this common understanding that God created the universe, the reality, here's where logic comes in. In other words, like, so fine, not everybody m may agree on God being everything. Some, some people believe that God transcends, you know, reality. You know, you hear that sometimes. Most, but most people do, yeah. Here's, here's where logic, well, no, not most. Here's where logic comes in, because <laughs> transcendence has no part, there's not, none of that in the Bible. So here, so we're, we're at a I, place I disagree, but okay, you have, Hold on, Papa. So we are on at a place where you've got two different, different definitions, and just like with free will, and just like whether a chair can be an oven or whatever, you know, now we've got to apply logic to, to this. Now, here's the logic that, that derives from what Chandler said in terms of, like, you know, God creating reality. So if God created the universe, the world, reality, whatever we want to call it, then I think the first um, conclusion we have to draw is that God is the only thing that existed before his creation, before, you know, he created what, you know, the world. Let's, let's talk about it in terms of the world, you know, the universe, the world. So, so then where, where the logic applies to this is that if God must have existed before the world, the only thing from which God could have created the world is God. You know, that, right, that's right. all that existed the, before the, the world. Universe, yeah, that the universe came forth from the potentiality that existed within that God. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Whether we you know, forget about potentiality, it's like God was the only thing that existed before His creation of the world. So it's it's impossible that God would have created the world from anything but God. Sure, but but there's also such a thing as um, oh crap, I forget. There, there's a there's a term that that means to create something out of nothing. It's the other. It's like the fifth attribute. Of God. Ex nihilo, but, but yeah, I mean, like, ex nihilo, but, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 not the, not the Latin phrase. There's actually a, a term for the ability for something to spontaneously uh, cr create itself or, or existing, you know, um, as its own, out of its, for its own sake. Uh, but Papa, anyway, I think what you're referring to, Trick, go ahead. Just, just to clarify, you're saying that when you say, like, God created the world or God created the universe, how are you using the word world for example I, like 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 some people believe that god created the heaven you know and, and then created the earth or there are there angels that existed you know that god created angels and then created humans or, or something like that so 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 it's possible to to say that the god created things prior to his creation of the universe absolutely right? but then even if, if even if you say that right then then you know i think the and and this is where another attribute of God comes in. I think that that you know that I think you know there's universal agreement on is that God is eternal. God always existed. So so whether whether we're we're addressing this this current universe world that we're you know um, that we have now, or addressing previous creations worlds, you know God logically must have preceded them in order to have created them. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, that 
did you did you want to go down the list or you, did you want to do this sort of systematically, George? Did I get want to get get on what list? What do you mean? Uh, the, the list of the attributes, you know, traditionally. Uh, well, um, I'm doing that. I'm doing given that. Given to, yeah. to God. So, all right. So, okay. like, so basically, all right. So logically, again, I, I think we we were we're agreeing and concluding that um, that if God existed before the creation, if God is the only thing that existed before what God created, then God must be the creation. So if, if, if we define, you know, reality, the world, as everything there is, okay. then God that's, has to be everything there is. That's what I was asking. Yeah, so that, that's what I was asking. If you're, if, you're, if you're saying the world is everything that exists and God created the world, then, then obviously God created everything at that point. So, yes. Excellent. All right. Chandler, what's your take? Yeah, I think I would be in general agreement with that because this this concept that the only material from which to create uh, all of all of the universe would be would be God since God would be all that was existed according to the way we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that that makes perfect sense really, um, and I think there's a name for that. I, I think it might be panentheism or something like that. I'm not entirely Pan sure. Pan panentheism is the as is pantheism, um, but the idea that God also exists outside of, of its own creation, that it's that creation, the universe is a part of God, but there is more to God. And, it, and I believe they also would uh, posit that, that God has a, a level of consciousness, that, that God is aware on some level, which to me is just another All right, so let, theism. Yeah, so let's and, not get into that. So, Papa, what what's your – go ahead, I, I just want to clarify not, one, one yeah. more thing. If we're saying God created everything, we're really saying God created everything that isn't God. So, so we're saying that God didn't self-create himself, obviously. Right, and, and, and Trick, that's a question beyond, I think, our ability to, to answer, right? I mean, th well, this idea... Well, if we're postulating an eternal God, then, then we're saying, obviously, there was no well, creation of the I, God. Okay, well, I would okay. like to, I would like okay. to add something, if you don't mind. Um, well, since we are supposedly created from God since God is all that existed to create anything from, then we are all still God. So there's no such thing as God creating something that's not God. It's only shit. Very good. Very, very good, Chandler. Yeah, we are God. It's like, you know, every particle molecule of the Atlantic Ocean is Atlantic Ocean. We're not in the entirety of God, but we are God just like every particle of the Atlantic Ocean is Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Good. George, I just, I just want to say I, I'm not in disagreement uh, with you at all. I mean, you, you know, you know what I believe. You should know by now what I believe. So I'm not contesting anything you're saying. I'm just trying to follow the the thought yeah, exercise. Okay. Excellent. So, Professor, like, so I think we're saying all four four of us in, are in agreement that the proper def, uh, attribute, you know, one attribute of God that seems logical, that seems correct, is that God is everything. Okay. Now, the next. God, God I, created everything. Uh, I, I don't. Well, I don't know if I, if I buy into the God is everything. Well, that's what no, that's what that's what we're considering. Trick. Let's continue with it then. Um, can I can I can I say something? Because like I, yeah. I really there's a lot I want to get out, but I don't want to you know. Um, Go ahead, but just like you know, take it. You know, just deal with the everything component. I'm I'm trying, but like I'm not okay. <laughs> I, I I see what you what you're I see what you're trying to construct here, George, in terms of logic. But I, that's not that's not the way most people have understood God, and that's not. What we don't care. We have to, we don't care about like in other words, like most people. But before, like you know, this this century, most not just people, most astronomers 
believed that, that all the stars were fixed in their position and they were there eternally, okay? Then, like, you know, we, we understood that, that the universe arose from the Big Bang and it's expanding. So it doesn't matter what most people, you know, believe But what I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying now. is they're not going to follow that logic because it's been ingrained in their matter. minds that God is transcendent. We're not concerned with that. God well, is separate. well, I would have to disagree slightly because I do care what the majority of people think because right, that no, affects... Chandler, no, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you don't care. I'm saying for the purpose of this, you know, exploration... Yeah, we're, you we're know, just trying that's, to... That's that's tangential. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying, George. We're just for the sake of this discussion, we're trying to leave out other people's emotional biases there. And... Right. Okay. So, so um, now in terms of so trick. All right. Wait a minute. Like, so let's get back to the logic. If yes. God, if God is the, let's say God is the only thing that's eternal. Can we agree on that? Uh, for 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 their theory's sake, we can agree on it. Sure. Right. So if God is the only thing that's eternal, then... I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't think you need an eternal God, right? I mean, it's not. It's well, not a... I mean, cause like, you know, I mean, like, if we don't if you don't have an eternal God, um, then you'd have to have a, an eternal reality, which which would lead to then like re reality creating God. But that creates a problem because God is supposed to be creator of reality. Um, just. I mean, go ahead and, and, you know, go run through your, your exercise, George. All right. Like, so, keep, keep going. so, you know, so it seems we're concluding that, you know, if God is, a we're not, we're not concluding, but we're, we're following along. <laughs> no, we're concluding. We are concluding. We're, we're agreeing so far that, that, you know, if we define, understand God as being eternal, then God must also be everything because God must have proceeded anything else that God would have created. Sure. I mean, the, as, yeah. as in terms of a sort, in terms of a preexistent antecedent source. Yes. In the sense of a monotheistic theistic God that is the creator of everything. Yes. But, All right, but excellent. okay. In that sense, because, because yes. like, like I said, we, we could go, we can go into a whole different other senses of the word God that do not apply that specific Right, but but again, you guys got to keep in mind that we're we're um, trying to come up with an accurate conception of God. It doesn't matter to us what other people believe in a, in a God, for example, that transcends, and we'll deal with that and stuff. You know, some of these things they come up with, they're just clearly wrong. So we're we're not concerned with with all the possible well, definitions of God. Well, why, why, why why wouldn't a like a polytheistic gods? Why why wouldn't multiple gods be an accurate description? Well, that trick that actually goes to to um, why monotheism was uh, an evolution of, from polytheism. Basically, what happens in terms of logic, if you have these these kind of like, you know, poly these gods, you know, governing um, reality, you know, logic tells you that there has to be a force or an entity or a being that's governing their them you know it's it's the idea that everything is one there's one reality why why couldn't there be multiple gods that are eternal um because there there is for example one and here we get into kind of like the the physics of this um because there are, there are only one set of laws of nature you know if there were multiple gods who are eternal and let's say we also wanted to grant them om omnipotence, 
you know, that, that would create a confusion. They would have different systems of reality. There's gravity in one, there isn't in another. Why, so why, do we, why do we need to grant them omnipotence and why do we need to have... Um, an, <laughs> I don't an, think we're going to get, right, get through this episode. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's all right. It, it, it's good for the exploration of it. Um, all right. So why do we... If we don't grant them omnipotence, then the problem becomes that, like, if they're not... So, like, let's say we, um, we, we say, like, Zeus is the, the god of lightning and Neptune is the god of the oceans or water, or whatever. So you describe, you know, some kind of like a, a domain or a power to each of these gods. But then that, that again, this is, this is like the, the essence of, of, of monotheism, the essence of Judaism to, to, to realize that um, if there are all these, these gods with, with specific but not complete powers, there has to be a unified system within which they they work in other words like for example god um the god of uh, zeus is the god of lightning for example you know can't um control water because that's that's neptune's domain right and neptune can't control lightning because that's zeus's domain but then there's got to be a governing force that set that rule set that law that you know they they each have their individual domains. Why there, were that there were titans that, that that existed before them, and the Olympians came after, and so the rule of, of the Earth, the cosmos, was split up between the three brothers, Hades and Neptune. Well, and, no, no, we don't have to get into the details of this. It's, it's just like <laughs> well, okay, I'm not sure what you want to get into that. Okay, real, real quick, I just want to say the let let trick, let trick address this. Hold on, hold on, okay. So, so you're you're saying you're saying logically this is the case. Why why is logically this the, the case that there needs to be this governing force that well, splits again, out if, the three? If, if if we have polytheists, if we have if we have you know multiple gods, you know, so so again, like one is the god of lightning, right? Well, what is preventing that god from also controlling wind and and, well, and let, water? Let's, let's just say that these gods are omnipotent. Exactly, but but the reason they're not omnipotent, in other words, like if if they are not omnipotent, there has to be a reason why. In other words, there there, there has to be a reason for the constraint, and and that constraint, in other words, something is preventing them from being om omnipotent. They, they were just really, they were just uh, eternally not omnipotent. Okay, the move to monotheism <laughs> wait, wait, has Chandler's much more to do with politics than. Than any logic, they weren't thinking logically Chandler, back. No, no, you know, no, no, there was there was logic to this, Chandler. Okay, no, I'm not saying that, George. Hold on a second, George. I'm not saying <laughs> what you're saying is not logical. I'm saying that the the shift and the move historically to monotheism had much more to do with the politics of the geographic of the areas involved and, and whose god was I, better I than whose god. I don't know if I buy that. I don't know if I buy that. Because because but like, that's that's, 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 that's history. I mean, that's that's exactly how it it, it formed Zoroastrianism. Yeah. Uh, sealed it, you know, and, and they influenced the Jews. George so, is just trying to see if, if we could if we could create a definition of God that is a logical definition of God. I know, I know and, what and he's trying to do because I've, I've done I've done this before, and I would like to let him finish. Oh, but no, I, wait a minute. I, so to, let's just like, cut to this. Wait a minute. If, yeah. if you guys are saying if, if where we're stuck is that like you know you can't come up with a proper logical definition of God. We're not stuck. We're not you, stuck, but it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to convey this to Papa, come on! If you cut me mid sentence, if if you guys are are asserting that we can't come up with a logical 
definition of God, how can you possibly come up with a logical refutation of God? Because you can, you can know that, that the majority of people who believe in God believe in some sort of conscious deities. They believe in some sort of conscious creator. And, and, and if there is no conscious creator, uh, if there's no evidence for a conscious creator, then we shouldn't believe in a conscious creator. If you're talking evidence, if you're talking evidence, you're talking logic. You're not talking democracy or popularity of a view. George, I'd like to I'd like to let you finish what you're doing, and then I would like to take a stab at it myself. But I don't want to talk. I just want to let you get through it. So, but all right, go ahead. All right, but but no, we actually just like leapfrogged, you know, way far into this. So, trick. I mean, like you can't have it both ways. Either we we define God logically according to what what makes the most sense. Or, or we say that like you can't refute God logically either, because like if you're if you're if you're saying well God doesn't exist because there's no evidence, that's a logical statement. I, I didn't say God doesn't exist because there's no evidence. I say if there's no evidence for a deity or a being that created the universe, we shouldn't believe in a deity or or being that created the universe. Not that there isn't one. We don't. We don't know if 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 there's a lack of knowledge, we shouldn't use an argument from ignorance fallacy to go in either direction. We should just say right, well, we don't believe in it. All right, but but trick. But then like, what you're doing by that is then you're negating the existence of the physical universe because, like you know, according to our best science, um, the first event about which we have any knowledge is the Big Bang. But we have no idea what mechanism created that. We have no right. evidence of that. We so, have no so idea what mechanism. Well, we have no idea what mechanism created that, which means we shouldn't believe in a specific mechanism that created it. Because no, we wait a minute. No wait, if, if, if you're saying that we we shouldn't believe in 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 a god that created, you know, reality, because we have no no evidence of of this. Um, you know, God, um, aren't you, aren't you also saying that like that, you know, we shouldn't believe in the universe because we have no, I mean, this and actually, no, what I'm going more toward trick because I, <laughs> we I have evidence for the universe. Well, actually we have evidence for the universe, but like, I think what I'm going toward now is actually like in past discussions, we've addressed whether there has to be a mechanism for something. In other words, like we, we, um, in terms of consciousness, you know, there's a mechanism that that's like biological in terms of the brain and, and that, that explains consciousness. But, but I think, you know, uh, I think you may have said, or as some of us may have said in the past that if we can't find a mechanism for something, we can't, you know, con logically conclude that it exists. No, so that's not we, true. Just because we can't find okay. a mechanism for something doesn't mean oh, we can't logically good. Okay, exist. all right, good, good. Okay. All uh, right, so I'm just like, going <laughs> to chime, so, in, I'm gonna chime in real quick, real quick. Uh, let, I let you guys talk and just give me some time at the end. That's all. That's all I ask. All right, me, all right. So, so give trick, me some time at the so, end to make my case. So and trick, I hear you. Before, so trick, before we run out of time. You're saying we have evidence of a creation, but we don't have evidence of a creator. And we have we have, would... we have evidence of the universe existing. We have evidence of a, a potential Big Bang. We don't, we're not really 100% sure of what caused the Big Bang, or right. or if or if there was some eternal Big Bang, or or anything like that, or or if there was a multiverse 
situation that's eternal, like just eternally. Right. Black, and and Trick, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. So like basically, um, you know, again, just to paraphrase what you're saying, you're saying like we can we can like know the things that, you know, exist from evidence. But in terms of like, let's say, you know, the universe, you know, the physical universe with the Big Bang, since we don't have evidence of what created the Big Bang, we can't conclude that there was anything before the Big Bang. No, no, we can't. We can't. It's not that we can't conclude that there was anything before the Big Bang. We can't conclude what existed before the Big Bang. All right, but can we conclude that something existed before the Big Bang? <laughs> if, if we're going to assume that there's no a-causal events that happen, so if we're going to yeah, assume no, if we're going to make that assumption, then yes, we can say that something caused the Big Bang, or the Big Bang, the 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 energy in the Big Bang is an eternal energy, and it just came into being, you know, it well, came into yeah. expansion at one point. And, or, and I think we're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. Whether it's an expansion, whether the energy always existed, or there was something that created it, you know, something preceded the Big Bang. Sure. Now, now, like, and then, like, so, so again, let's go back to this attribute of, of um, eternality. I mean, like, would you describe what preceded the Big Bang as have, having always existed, you know, in whatever form? Again, it could, it could have changed its forms an infinite number of times, but must this, uh, whatever existed before the Big Bang, have always existed? We have two options. Either something always existed, meaning we have an infinite regress, or we have a non-caused event, an, an a-causal event that's somewhere along the line you know, just a non-causal event happened, and then everything else happened right. after that. All right, but like, so those are our two to, options. But to <laughs> cut to the chase, I mean, are we for in agreement that there is no such thing as a, an uncausal event, except you know, you know, conceivably the, the the very beginning of everything, which which transcends. It seems to transcend logic, but but like more to the point, do do the four of us conclude that there are no things such things as uncaused events? I, I'm agnostic on that. I, I, I think I really think there's no uncaused events. I really just don't see how that would be possible. So I, I think in our universe, it's, it's probably our universe is probably entirely causal, but but we we don't really know that for a fact. It could be things popping in and out of existence without us knowing it. You know, there, there could be at the small scale. Um, so. It's possible. I mean, it's 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 not out of the realm of possibility. But in any case, it's it's not a provable or testable sort of thing. I don't think yeah. is it. And and, and, I'd, and of I'd be willing to theorize that everything is causal, and we can we can we can, we can even theorize your conception of God and, and everything that's causal. But but still, even if we said that everything is causal, then we just have this eternal uh, eternal regress that goes back, you know, infinitely, basically. Exactly. So no. So 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 now when we're describing what created um, our universe, what caused our universe, you know, we're 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 ascribing eternality to it. It always existed, as far as we know. You know, I mean, well, it could, that, it could be our universe that always existed, or it came about through other universes or some other. No, but event. a trick. I know whether we say that or not. Let's say there were a zillion other universes. That yes. you know, like we go back in time eternally. 
Right. Sure. I mean, we never stop going back. Okay. So, so something now, that goes back in time. Like, like, even if we if we have like a expand collapse theory where where our universe just keeps expanding and collapsing, and it did that eternally, basically. There's an eternal right. regress of it expanding and collapsing. Then then there's that's all it is. Is just an eternal regress of expanding and collapsing of the same universe, basically. Right. So so of course, if we're agreeing um, about causality, we're also agreeing that. Um, that the everything that exists now was caused by the everything that existed before the Big Bang. Yeah, if, if, you, if you include everything as everything, then yes. So not just the, All right. the things in the universe, so, but everything, so, including if you want to say a god or if you want to say um, other, other universes, then if you just include everything in everything, then yes, obviously... Everything is everything. Right? Hey, George. Right. Hey, George. Um, yeah, um, Poffo's messaging uh, me, and he says he can, he can, he knows where you're trying to go, and can make a, a, a case for it himself. Like, I think he knows where you're trying to go. So, all right, go for it. Oh, wait a minute. Before you go, Poffo, let's let's. So basically, the last point I want to make is like, you know, if we're concluding that what created the Big Bang and this physical universe is both eternal and everything, then it seems logical to conclude that this eternal everything can be equally defined as God. Why? Because, because the, God, the, the term God preceded, you know, the, the science of, of everything and eternality related to the universe. Yeah, but, but like I said, the, most people's conception of God is a being or a deity. But so, forget so, about trick. Forget about most people's. Again, we, we, we you know, it, we could care less. Most people believe in a free will. We could care less about what most people believe. Yeah, but so, but, again, you're, but you're being you're being a word revisionist if you're saying no, it's no, not. No, a I'm being. not. I'm okay. I'm being a word ac. You know, in other words, like for example, um, the, the understanding before recently was that there was a steady state universe that nothing moved. Right? Okay, everybody believed that. It was wrong. It's not revisionist to say that it was wrong. We have a more accurate understanding of the nature of the universe. And just like, so we can have different understandings of God. Some can be right, some can be wrong. Yeah, well, like, here's Papa, a, Yeah, well, I... No, Papa, let, let, let Papa... Uh, go ahead. So you, you say you know where we're going. Uh, go with it. I know where you're going, George, but you have to understand that the other co-hosts, they're not going to follow this logic because... And you gotta, you gotta let me speak and not interrupt. Just let me get this all out, okay? Um, you're you're starting with a premise, the premise of what you already believe, and you're trying to squeeze. No, no, sorry, you're, you're completely wrong. It. No, the premise. I asked no. you not to interrupt. I asked Papa, you not to no. interrupt, please. But you, you already made your point. But even if I'm wrong, let me give me the respect to let you've me already, speak. But you've already made the point, Papa, and you're misunderstanding. This isn't like that. I'm starting with a premise. That, that's my premise. I'm starting with the premise that we all agree in. That that like that. But they don't agree, George. They don't agree. And I'm offering I'm offering you an alternative. We, if we like to, we already went through this. this. You're going back. The reason, Papo, the reason I, I introduced this with this idea of logic and the proper definitions of of what we you know we consider is is to address what you're what you're saying. No, we we are now considering the definitions of, of right. God, the definition of the universe from a logical standpoint. All right. We I, I'm all raising, agree with this. I'm raising my hand here. I'm raising my hand. Um, 
what what I don't agree with George is this idea that eternalness and everythingness can equate to the word God. So so th- this is where we're in in disagreement. So this is where, where, why you need to show us why and my, God. My point my point is is that they they are not in agreement with you. Like you're 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 making these logical points that are logical to you, but they're actually not no. in agreement. I'm sorry. That ask we, them. Sorry. Go ahead and ask them. I mean, we, ask we, them. We already basically, um, Poffo, what you're asking is like whether we agree that logic is the proper determinant determinant no. of what we're considering. And, and no, 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 no. That's that. not. No, no. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the way that you unpacked it, the way that you unpacked it, is actually flawed, and there is a more rational, logical way to go about it. But, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so, right, so I'm not right. allowed to. So I'm not allowed to talk. Is that? So hey, Papa's just, just trying to help, no, man. I, I, it's not that. It's not you're not. You're wrong. I'm sorry. You're wrong. Okay. It's got to be. Um, you have a discourse back and forth. We're not like like we're, we're we have to talk right. back and forth. All right. So so other. trick. Let me address. Let me address your point. Um, basically, you asked how you know what's the rationale behind ascribing this term God to eternal everythingness. Correct. Okay. So, 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 even let's say we agree, we we 100% agree that there's an eternalness and there's an everythingness. Everything is, you know, so along the way, it just eternally regresses back. Let's let's say we agree on that. Why why does that equate to the term that you're going okay, to use? Okay, I, I I asked you guys this before. I mean, did we agree that that God is properly defined as eternal? That, that's not uh, the only qualifier. I don't, that's I don't, the only qualifier. I don't think that we've agreed to that. At least I haven't specifically, because when we're talking about what's proper uh, of a definition of God, who really sets that? And that's kind of what we're trying to get at: is what, how do we say what's the proper definition of God or anything? George, well, you, well, I mean, you had the floor. You had the floor since the beginning of the, of the podcast until now, and I've asked you politely to let me speak for a little while and and really help you make your own point. But at this at this right, but, stage but, but in the game, on, if you're going to keep interrupting make, me, I'm, I'm just going to sign make off. A point. Point. <laughs> but, Papa, just what I'm saying is like you tend to be extremely long worded, and, and and you tend to kind of like go from point to point to point. Make one point concisely, and then let us respond. If you interrupt me, if anybody interrupts me in the next five minutes, I'm just going to sign off, okay? And no hard feelings. But I will interrupt you if you keep going on and on. I promise you that. I I asked for five minutes. You just took 20 minutes, and and no one is following your logic. So I'm. I'm, No, you are wrong about that. People are following my logic. You you may not agree with it or accept it, but. But Chandler, are you following George's logic? Yes or no? Not at all. (laughs) No, no, no. Time out, time out, time out. You guys are being fair. George. Okay, Trick, are you following George's logic? Look, George. Yes or no? Yes or no? When you say following his logic, you mean am I agreeing with with his logical conclusion? No. But is he is he discoursing back and forth, asking questions, allowing us to ask him questions? Yes, he is doing that. So so what you need to do, Pafo, if you want to get in on this, is ask George a question that's pertinent to this, or or be be concise on on, on what you what you want to ask. And then, and then, George, and, and, what is your motivation behind this trajectory? Inconsequential, at this point. So, so if you if he doesn't answer my questions, how am I supposed to? Because it is okay. I just his, I just answered your question. 
I think it's pretty important. I think motivations and intentions are important in this. Well, yeah, I would agree with that, Poffo, because the, the, there has to be – we have to understand the intention behind understanding why it's worth discussing right. in the first place. All right, my intention, my primary intention, I have more than one intention. My primary intention, the only one that I want to relate to right now is that – there is, and I think you guys agree with, a proper way to define things like God and chairs and free will and an improper way. Okay. Right. I agree so with allow, So allow me five minutes to define it the way I define it or, or unpack it and, and make the same case you're trying to make. And what I'm, what I'm offering is a, even more hel- a more helpful way uh, in terms of, of people who are all at these different places in their understanding of God. I don't want to talk about God for a minute, okay? I want to talk about reality, what we know and that, that can be like verifiable and, and proven and demonstrably true, okay? What we know exists, the only thing that we know exists is nature. Nature, the universe, um, this existence, okay? I'm not going to talk about God. I want to talk about the natural world. I want to talk about nature. Nature what? is the oldest thing that we know of. Okay, forget about words like eternal or whatever. It 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 is it is precedes us by millions and billions of years. It is the oldest, most expansive thing there is. Okay? Nature is the creative force behind our existence. It is our creator. Okay? Well then like then nature if, is, if you're interrupting me. You're interrupting me. I, I said five minutes, that's all. Nature is everywhere at once. It is the only thing that can uh, actually... Papo, no, I'm not going to grant you the five minutes. If, if you want to present this as a separate the- thesis on, on a podcast, you want to like, you know, that, that could be a different topic. But you just said I, something that is wrong. In other words, like, what, you're going to go on and say something else? Say something else? No, let's, let's go I just wanted to get. Point. I just wanted to get you this just, out. You just said, and, no, no, let's Papo save it for another part. Let's save it for, for next week or the week after. You know, because you're you're presenting something that's somewhat. I'm presenting the same thing that you're presenting, and you're not letting me get to it. I'm trying to say I'm not starting from the premise that there is a God. I'm starting from the premise that there is nature, and nature actually constitutes what God is. Well, please stop. Okay, Pafo, this discussion is about the term God, right? So, so we we want to focus on the term God. So, if you're going to talk about something that isn't focused on the term God. Then it's going off, sort of off but, topic. But the, but the end of my the, the end of my explanation, I'm going to show you how that the only thing that that fits that definition is nature. Okay, that's the point. Then, then, you, we have to, then we have to talk about each point that you're talking about. So so if you're going to go off on all these things get, that are nature, I was nature, trying to get it out quick because I didn't want to keep arguing. But if you want to talk about each point, I can do that. I mean, well, that's the way to go. So because we're having a discourse here. So so if you say this aspect of nature equates to this aspect of God, we could talk about that. But sure. but if you say if you if you then, just okay, but, rally but, off all these things about that's, nature, I was trying trick. That's how I normally talk. But you know George has dominated this episode, so I just wanted to get it out, and then I was going to step back and let you guys okay. discuss it. I don't, but I don't, again, like, but but see, Papa, the problem is like you just said that nature is the creative force, right? But if but like you know, didn't we the four of us agree that that God as the creator is like the standard? The four of us of, didn't agree on the definition of God at all, and the four of us didn't agree on your logic at all. No. Trick. D- trick. D- do you do you um accept that God as the creator is an accurate definition of this concept of God? Do I accept that God as the creator? So I, I think I think creation is 
an aspect of God that that we need to invoke if we're going to use the word God. And I also think the, the, uh, some consciousness, some thought. So some you're all right, but you're saying yes, right? You know, in other words, like whether you believe in God or not, the proper way to define God is God as creator. Yes, yes, I, I think God, God right. has to be a creator. Well, there, at, least, at least, at least in the in most people's conceptions of God, I think, yeah. Excellent, Chandler. Well, yeah, in most people's conceptions, yeah, they define God as a creator. Now, I would, I think a question that we could ask is, is it proper for those people to define God as a creator? What if you have a God who's not a creator but does something else? We're, Chandler, we're not talking about polytheistic gods. We're talking about the monotheistic God. But you know, why— so but why a is monotheistic some... God can do anything it wants because it's all powerful. So there, there, it has no parameters. It can it can do whatever it wants. I mean, the, 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 you oh, can't box God into to to a, a system of logic that makes sense to you because when you're talking about the concept of God, it's a completely abstract concept. Papa, you just all right. You just defined God, gave God the attribute of um. Omnipotent. I never finished, but yeah, I was starting to. Go ahead. Right, so, so if God is omnipotent, right? That's all. That's then, all powerful. If, if, sure. Right. Then, then God is the only thing that has the power to create, because God well, is, I, is in omnipotent. My, in my in my dissertation, I wasn't speaking of God. I was speaking of nature, and I said, "Yeah, nature is what created us." Yeah. I realize, but but do you understand how, like, you know, to assert that God isn't the creator, but to assert that God is omnipotent is a contradiction. No, I wasn't, no, I wasn't speaking about God. I was speaking about nature. I'm trying to make the point that you can do what exactly what you're trying to do, George, but go at it from a naturalistic perspective. Instead of starting off with with a spiritual abstract concept or a premise that that everyone has a, a separate definition on, why don't you just like observe reality and and tell tell it? I like am it doing is. that. I am doing that. And that's what people did, right. you know, several thousand years ago when they came up with the concept of God. They okay. personified those powers, those forces and powers, and they separated them, and they projected their own human qualities and characteristics, which was no, which no, was you're, false. you're 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 going beyond this this primary, you know, fundamental concept of God Th as this creator. Is what, this is what it's. This is what the the idea of a deity has always been. It's always been a projection, a human construct. Okay. Can I just stop you guys for a second? Okay, so we're talking about God as the creator, and let's just say we all agree that God is a creator. Why do you think that there is a creation process in the universe and not just a causal process? I think I, they're the same thing. I just so, want to say so, that so it, you it think, wasn't you a one-time event. You think event a rock, a rock rolling down the hill creates rolling? No, no. We're, we're not talking about a rock rolling down the hill. We're talking about you know the, the creation of everything being synonymous with the cause of everything. Now, when you say creation, you're 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 talking about. See, most people, when you talk about creation, you're talking about some kind of intention, some kind of creative intention. Whereas, if let's let's imagine the universe that's just um, that's just expanding and then retracting and expanding and retracting eternally, just just for the sake of argument. Well, okay, and, and let's get. <laughs> you're you're saying the physics are just creating that that expansion event, but but it's just. It's just the expansion and retraction that's just causally being produced. So it's, just, it's not really a creation event. Well, it's we're, just, we're, it's we're, a, we're talking, 
trick. I mean, you can theorize about multiple universes expanding and, and contracting, but well, the, what this, we, that, it's not a multiple the, uh, universe theory. It's, it's one universe just expanding and contracting. No, all right, I understand. But, but, but you're theorizing about that. The only thing we're, we know is this current universe. So in other words, like, so we know that it, it came into being. And so we use the, the word creation, like we can create a work of art. We can create, you know, uh, a song. So, so well, something well, created the let, universe. No, okay, so, but, but when we were talking about like the earth, you know, the earth formation, we're just talking about a process of, of um, just matter con consolidating into this, you know, form of the earth. We're not talking about a creation. Like, like we're not talking about someone taking taking a putty and making a, a sculpture out of it, right? If we're talking well, about... Well, no, we are. Right? I, mean, I, I mean, there's different um, connotations of the word create, but one is like that something doesn't exist and, you know, it becomes created, whether it's a sculpture or, you know, a building. It's to create, to make something from, you know, what, what you know, to make something, you know, come to existence. Right. So, so, so... When, when we're talking about a meteorite hitting the moon, it creates a creator, a creator on the moon, right? So if that's all you mean by create, then it, then it's no different. It's, uh, well, in, in a sense, you're right. But, but then, like, then we have to, because of this causality, what caused the, the, the meteor to create the crater? You know, so you have this causal regression going back to whatever preceded the Big Bang. Right, and then, and then you have a causal progression going back and back farther from there as right. well. Right, so, and so, so then we, we use, then we apply logic and say like that, you know, I mean, a certain, in a certain sense, I think maybe I understand your, your logic and that like, that if, if reality is eternal, if what created quote unquote, the universe is eternal, then may, it may not be accurate to, to, to use the word to create because what's eternal, you know, by definition was never created. Right. What I was going to say was that creation is actually a perpetual process. There was no one-time creation event. Like the laws of our physical universe came into effect 13.8 billion years ago, but creation is an ongoing cyclical process. I don't believe there's any beginning or any end, and that that, that eliminates the infinite regress problem. All right. So like, we could say that there's like no fundamental creation if everything is like eternal. There was no fundamental creation. What we're seeing, what we're that. actually seeing, are, are manifestations of of the nature, the, the quality of nature itself. What we're seeing are, is the unfolding and the emergent properties of this universe. All right. Um, all right. Let's. So, like, exactly. again, to your logic. If, if if we're if we're gonna um you that know because you guys if we're gonna like either um defend or refute God, we have to come up with a proper definition. Again, this is what we're we're um. A, a try and ascertain. So, like, if we're going to, like, um, if we're going to logically, for example, refute God, you know, we would need a definition of God. If we're going to defend God, we'd need it. So what is our agreed-upon definition of God? My only criteria for a God is, is basically a being that created the universe. Okay. Okay, that's uh, it. I, I, I don't. I don't care. 
about what are the, any other like properties that you give them, like omniscience, omni, omnipotence, or anything like right, that. That's so, good, Trip. That's good. That simplifies. Uh, Patho um, Chandler, do you do you accept and agree with Trick's um, criteria? I I don't have a criteria because I'm just reacting and responding to uh, what what my senses observe. What like trick, I don't, trick I don't just I'm not, offered I'm a not, criteria. Trick Trick just said like you know God. Um, uh, you know the, the proper the accurate definition well, why, of God. Isn't is, that backwards though? Why should we? Why should we try and fit what exists into our model? Why don't we just uh, like explore and embrace and, and observe what what already exists? Pop, and, in and order then, to in I, order to either defend or refute God, we have to have uh, an, a definition of God and a criteria for that definition that we all agree upon. Well, I don't want to. I, I I don't believe God exists then at, at this point. Oh, I don't believe God that. exists. It's, it's only, I realize that. Forget about it, but I, I'm, I'm speaking my mind. God exists either. I'm Trick saying I don't God believe God exists. I don't believe any I of this. That. Is I realize that. I realize. Chandler. The only I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's the thing is that um, I, I like Poffo. I don't really have a criteria for what a God must be. Rather, um, in, in my journey as, as why I started just calling myself an atheist and saying I no longer believe in God was because I rejected the criteria of the Christian God that I was taught. And so it's their criteria, but I don't have a pet criteria or a pet God that I need to defend. So I don't even care. <laughs> but Chandler, are you saying that you reject the Judeo-Christian God, but you don't categorically reject you know the existence of a of a monotheistic god. Well, I, I guess maybe I don't completely reject it. It's just that I just am very much. De I don't know. Yeah, I guess it because it all is a problem of definition. You you can you can right. And Chandler, even with that, even if like like you know, so you're ambivalent. You know, you you still have to have a criteria for how you're defining God to to even defend or reject. This this non-Judeo-Christian conception of God, that, but that's that's easy. I mean, you could just easily refute the Bible and the claims that no, they make. No, no, no. Papa, that what I said is like to refute uh, a God that's not Judeo-Christian. You know, in other words, okay. like if, if you have a conception of God that's totally apart from that. Okay. Would you, would but, you but, say but refute? Most... I, I agree with George. You need. I mean, obviously, when when you're talking about whether God exists or not, you need. Some definition you need. You need. To, most most of need people's to know general what, concepts come from the Judeo-Christian notion of God. Hold on, no, forget about Judeo. That's just an again. Go ahead, trick. Go ahead. So we need we need to know what we're talking about, uh, and and I think that you need some kind of qualities to prescribe. You need you need you need to have some definition. Otherwise, it's just a word that that's meaningless, basically. All right. So so trick. I'm gonna I'm gonna I agree with your criteria of a being that God. You know, can be defined. An accurate definition of God is a being that created. What What's the word you used after creation? Or just just create created everything that isn't God. We'll say. How about everything that? Everything that is. Okay, absolutely. Everything right, that so is that... except for God. God. God is. We'll, we'll say there's this eternal God that created everything that isn't God. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> and and, the, and when God... we say it, when we say God, we mean a being or a deity, meaning meaning a conscious thinking. Entity, right, and so like, and and I, I think, but are, you're also, I think, ascribing eternality to that God. That God right. is an eternal being. We, we, that we could everything. we could do that just for the sake. It doesn't it does that that doesn't matter to me. 
Right, like, okay, like, I hear even you. If, even All if right. the god just spontaneously arose and then created the universe after uh, that, tricks I, I can care less. So let's let's move from that. So let, let's advance that. Um, now, of course, you know, you guys realize that now we're stepping backward um, to, to, to needing to define so what's our definition of being if God, if we're defining God as a being? As like an entity or a deity, something that has conscious thought. Conscious. Are you saying that like for a being to be a being, it has to have consciousness? It has to have consciousness and intelligence, correct. All right, all right. <laughs> all right this is, so now, and we, Trick, we've had this conversation before. Let's see if, if you know, progresses from, from uh, last times. So now we're, we're at the stage where we have to reach an agreement on what consciousness is. Right. Well, I think we all, I mean, we experience consciousness, right? Um, yes, yes. But, but I think we, you know, we in the past we we've had differing you know, ideas of what consciousness actually is. Okay, so what, what do you think consciousness is? I, I tend to be a, a generalist in, 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 this, in this word, um, and, I, and, and um, there, there are about 20 different um, definitions of consciousness offered, I think, by psychologists, whatever. So, like, I, I, I go with the most standard and general to say that consciousness is awareness. Okay. Awareness, sure. Well, we could we could use the word awareness. Um, it's kind of, a, a, I think, awareness is something that that consciousness requires, basically. So you have awareness. Um, you ha you have a number of features. So we show guys. I've been I've been listening for twenty five minutes. Sorry, Trey. I've been Jerry, listening for twenty five minutes now. And Go ahead, Jerry. Shell game here. All right, Jerry. I mean, you, you got to be a bit more specific. Okay, so basically, okay, we're playing a shell game here. So far as I'm concerned, consciousness is an illusion. It's definitely not what it seems. Um, you know, I, I sort of agree with George. He can define God however he wants. Trick can define God however he wants. Chandler should want to define God as a monotheistic Christian God. That's fine too. Okay, what's an right, well, Jerry, no, no, you I don't think you're completely to believe in any that. God. That's fine. Yuri, Yuri, right, no, what's, no, an, no. what's an illusion, Yuri? Illusion. It's not what it seems. What, what do you mean? What it seems? Like what you think we mean? have awareness? Um, you know. I mean, how how can you have an illusion without consciousness? Seems. It means. Okay, um, all I can suggest is after this is finished with, um, so Google Am I Conscious Now by Susan Blackmore. She's a sort of retired professor of psychology and she's sort of written an entry level level entry level uh, university book on consciousness. So just you get a chance, but basically we go through Basically, if you actually watch your own consciousness, it's very hard to do it. That's the first thing. You know, you go, oh. you'll find you go through the day. Yuri, let me let me let me stop you for a minute. And you're not you're really saying, conscious any time. It's saying, almost like. Listen to me. You're saying that consciousness. I think you're asserting that consciousness doesn't exist. Is that correct? 
No, I'm that, saying it's not what it seems. All right. So what? what so how, forget about how it okay. seems. What it seems. What is your definition so, of and consciousness? We, is we think, we think of consciousness is this magic source. And for those of us who don't believe in free will, we should be really skeptical of consciousness. All right, but uh, you're so, at least so examine it really closely on a personal level. Yeah, so I don't think consciousness is anything magical. I think it's 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 a property of brain states. So that's what I think consciousness that we know of. The consciousness that we know of arises from brain states. It's All right, a, we gotta a, go. Then we gotta go with my uh, definition. Then, like, uh, is consciousness is the fundamental attribute of consciousness awareness? I think that is a fundamental attribute of consciousness. All right. So, aside awareness. from awareness, aside from awareness, what's another attribute of consciousness? A uh, qualia, experience, things like that. Well, 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 qualia in the terms of like just like a thought form. I mean, like qualia is like 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 for example, when you experience a rose, you experience the qualia of redness, or if if you have these sensory experiences you, you could experience there's, that there's a redness to it or, or the smell of the rose or right so, but so, i mean yeah, right all right so like so i think you're saying that like that we could example hold on, is a hold on so i think i think you're saying um trick that you can like that consciousness you know can be aware of of like of color and certain you know certain criteria that describe what what it's uh, aware of but but I think you'd have to like uh, um, concede that like this this quality and these other attributes are simply forms of awareness. Well, you're aware of uh, yeah, you're aware of the states yeah, basically of the exactly. So, so whether right, so whether we want to refer to to what we're aware of as quality or whatever else, the fundamental. Uh, attribute of consciousness seems to be awareness. I, you know, I can't uh, think of any other um, attribute that consciousness has fundamentally than awareness. Well, what, what, how are you defining awareness? Like, like, you, you think it's, it's you, you need experience, right, for awareness, right? Right. And actually, well, um, all right, that's a good question. So, like, let's let's relate this um, this definition of awareness to the totality of existence. Um, for example, reality, whether we want to call it the world or the universe. Um, and, and I think I think the other no no not only to the the um, totality of existence, but like let's let's go with the universe. Um, if the universe is what it what exists and it is governed or controlled by the laws of nature, you know, the, the various laws of nature, um, would we agree that in order to control something or actually itself, the universe would have to be aware of itself? No, we, this is where we wouldn't agree. So we, we would just say that there's a mechanistic process that's that's yeah. unaware of itself. Hey, hey guys, um, this is going a little fast for me. I'm still not entirely sure how we moved from the whole God thing to the consciousness thing. How did that happen? Because, because we, Trick um, presented the criteria. Because that, it's a property of God, apparently. Exactly. So Trick is defining God as a being 
So now, so now in order to like to, to determine whether God is a being or not, we have to define being. And then Trick said, well, a being is something that is consciousness, conscious. And then we asked, well, what is consciousness? And so then we came to awareness. Huh. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. The, and when we, once we get into the consciousness thing, the, it's, it's strange how that tends to go on forever because it seems yeah. for some reason people can't agree on the consciousness part. And I, I don't know, man. I, cause... No, I know. I know. And this is, this is, I think, a much more difficult problem than we started with. Yeah. Right. So, so, so when we talk about rocks, we, don't, we, don't, we, we understand that rocks probably aren't conscious. <laughs> we, you know, there's, there's no reason to believe that a rock is conscious, whereas there is reason to believe that humans are, right? Well, so, I, I mean, I, no, I, I, can, I can argue against that trick. In other words, like, if rocks are composed of the basic elements and forces um, that, that, that are found in the universe, you know, and if, if rocks are, are part of this, then, then like, then I think that, that, um, that these, these forces, you know, these quote unquote, these controlling forces that control everything outside of the rock are also controlling what's inside of the rock. And I, I think, I mean, what I'm trying to say is like to control everything, you have to be everything. So the rock has to be part of this controlling mechanism. You don't have to be everything. So, so rock doesn't have to be wet, whereas water can be wet. So, so there, you, you can assign properties to specific aspects of the universe that aren't in other aspects of the universe. So well, Trick, I, I agree with you in terms of wetness, but we're, we're actually considering now not wetness, but control. Uh, well, let's go. Control go is different than consciousness. So, so you, can, you can have a, um, a clock that isn't conscious, yet it, you know, each gear in that clock is controlling other gears and stuff like that, and, and you have a specific you know, time that, that goes along as, okay. as, as this all happens without any, any consciousness and without any intelligence. All right, but wait a minute, like, like, in other words, like, you have these, um, we all agree that there are the laws of nature that control everything. Is, is there anyone of us that disagrees with that? But, yeah, right. the, law, the laws of nature control everything I in the I disagree universe. with the phrasing, semantics. What, what's your, what's your point? What then? happens is laws of nature, describe, or the law, any man-made laws describe what happens. Just be right, very I, careful, and, the, well, no, no. and those laws described to varying degrees of accuracy. Right, but all right, but are, are we saying, um, Yuri? Could we agree then, like that? You know, the laws of nature are our most accurate understanding of what controls things. That we may not get it completely right, but they they kind of like connote the idea that that something is controlling everything. The laws of nature. And Combined with yep, matter and it, energy. And what the laws of nature do. Go ahead, Yuri. Yep. They, they, they describe the causality that we see. Right. Yeah. Right, but I mean, like. Yeah. Um, the laws of nature like, or physics or whatever describe causality. Right, but you have to understand that causality that's itself is a form of control. Causality controls, you know, something is controlling causality. In other words, like, you know, the, the causality can't but. Is it, you know, 
Well, yeah. It's, what do you mean by like, something is causing? Like, like some, some, each thing causes the next thing. That's it. That's that's the amount of control. Right, but but this causality, it's kind of it's a law of nature, right? So it's it's not it's one of many laws of nature. Causality is one law. Then you have like the uh -huh. what? What's that, Yuri? I I disagree with the phrasing. Well, I'm I'm, I'm waiting for your response. I, I disagree with the phrasing in that it's yeah. It basically we have causality. We're relatively sure of it. We're not 100% sure. And the laws of nature describe how that causality works. And right, but, it, it's that simple, and I wouldn't go any further than that. All right, but are, are you saying, though, that the causality controls everything? Are you guys saying that nothing is control, in control of anything? The word control is problematic. Like, like control, are you talking about... The control is... You're, you, I don't know if you're talking, but we're we're not hearing. Guys, are we losing? Yeah, you broke uh, up. Three. Yeah, yeah. I think we're having some audio problems on Yuri's end. Yeah, yeah Yuri, we, we didn't hear a word you said. I'm okay. We didn't hear you. I, if you were saying you were saying control is me or trick. No, we didn't hear you after that. You know, we didn't hear. You know. I yeah, but it was actually yeah. trick was talking. No, no, the problem's coming from your end. So what you, you were saying, do you agree or disagree that, that, that okay. there's such a thing as control? I disagree. It's a problematic word. All right, does anybody else? It basically else? implies direction. Well, yeah, well, I would have to say, you know, the word control is is really hard because I feel like we could get into a debate about what it means to control something, just like this consciousness or this God thing. Like, what's the correct definition of control? And so, what we're seeing here is a problem that never ends, and it's like no, no, it's a, don't don't assume that it never ends. <laughs> you know, because we can. Just, hey, George, ahead, I, I'm prob I'm fine with the word control as long as we don't invoke any consciousness into it so for example we could say we can say that gravity and uh the slope of a hill controls the way the rock rolls down the hill uh, but but it's not it's not so purposeful intentional control it's just oh. all right so so trick so right so let's let's go with that let's go from that and so like let me make the assertion that in order for the universe or reality to control itself it has to be aware of itself no it doesn't that, that's what i'm saying about about the rock oh, I know, I know, I know. Well, like, so like so then so well all right but like when you when you refer to like the the what in the hill the rock yeah so we, we, could, we could we could say there's a rock that roll is rolling down the hill and it's rolling around the hill in a specific causal way due to the gravity due to the slope of the hill, due to the configuration of the rock, due to basically the physics of that configuration, it rolls down the hill a specific way due to that. So, so we could say those things control how that rock will roll down the hill. The physics. Yeah. But, but, but it has nothing to do with something being aware of the control. 
It has nothing to do with something being aware of where the rock will end up on the, down at the bottom of the hill. It has, it has nothing to do with any awareness at all. It just has to do with all right, now, now let's, causal let's, factors. Let's continue to explore that. Now, in order to, again, to determine whether, you know, um, the universe, you know, is aware of its control of itself, I think now we have to define what awareness is. Okay, let's do that. So what do you, how do you define awareness? It's consciousness. I think awareness is like, um, for example. Being conscious. Um, no, hold on, hold on. Um, I read once where um, a single-celled organism, right, um, in, in a petri in a, in a dish will move toward the light or toward the darkness or toward the heat or toward the cold. Um, could we agree that that organism, that single cell, has to be aware of, of no. heat and cold or light and dark? No, we don't have to agree with that. Uh, okay. I think... So, so that's that's similar to saying a chemical reaction is aware of the chemical reaction that that processes. So when you right. when you combine two chemicals together, and it and it, it it foams up and and gets makes a big mess, somehow because the two chemicals are reacting and, and doing something, that it's being aware of that. And there's no reason to invoke awareness to that. Okay, so then, so then we're still you know we're still trying to define what awareness is. Right. So, so obviously, when we were talking about consciousness, we we're talking about awareness. So, so when we're talking about intelligence and, and consciousness and things like that, we're talking about brains, basically. We're talking about brains that think about things and do things and, and are aware of things. They, they understand what is going on. There's some understanding. There's some conscious understanding. That, that, that's what awareness is. It's, it's like a conscious understanding of something. So the rock rolling down the hill, there's, there's nothing in the, the hill, the rock, gravity, nothing is aware that the rock is rolling down the hill. It's just rolling down the hill. Um, okay, so like, can we, um, let's say, if I were to assert um, that the rock is aware, would your response be that like, well, we have no evidence of a mechanism by which it's aware? So we can't can't conclude conclude that it is aware. Correct. We we would say we we don't we have no evidence for awareness in the rock, so we shouldn't believe in it. Okay. Um, so let let's apply this to to for example the Big Bang. If we have no evidence of the mechanism by which it um, existed or created the universe, you know. Are, are we then left needing to conclude that we have no evidence of, of anything before the Big Bang and so nothing so that nothing existed before the Big Bang? We shouldn't believe in a specific thing that, that existed before the Big Bang because we don't know what existed before the Big Bang. All right, but can we, can we um, axiomatically or at least logically conclude that something must have existed regardless of what its um, exact nature e is. Even if we conclude that something must have existed, we shouldn't believe in a specific thing that existed. Just that something existed. Right. Like, regardless but I mean, like, of what it is. But if we're, if, we're, if we're addressing everything, you know, I mean, like, 
wouldn't the, the, the criteria of specific be inconsequential? I mean, like, or I, I think you're saying that the, the specific, specific nature of, of, of the everything or, or of right. the, right. Okay. All right. So, so, right. So you're defining being as, um, as something that, that must be conscious. All right. I mean, like, I didn't want to go down this road and all, but, but, but we gotta, we gotta do this. Um, because, like, yeah, we're not going to, like, get to the, the, the definition of God as, as I mean, like, yeah, as, as, as I intended, but this is interesting, and we're making progress in this. All right. Um, we, um, we need to talk about intentionality, because, like, in other words, like, the, the, what, what I think, Trick, what you're saying is a fundamental characteristic of consciousness you know, that you attribute only to, like, say, a human being or just, you know, beings that have, like, this apparatus, you know, of this biological apparatus, is that that we're able to intend, that, that intention is a fundamental attribute of consciousness. Is that, is that correct? Well, it's not necessarily fundamental, but, but it's something that we do. And, it's, and, it, and for the God that we're talking about, I think the intention of the creation of the universe, for example is kind of a key aspect. I mean, I, I think most people's conception of God thinks that there's an intentional creature, or not, I, creature's a bad word, just like deity or, or being, an intentional being that created the universe for a reason. Right, but I mean, are you, are you tying intention to, um, to a certain, in other words, like if you're tying, if you're tying intention to, a certain specific kind of biology that that organisms of a of a certain you know level of advancements has have, then you know. Can well, you... we we know we know that 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 the central nervous system and brains seem to be where our intentions arise from. Whether whether there's some other configuration in the universe that has consciousness and intentions and and things like that. We don't know. We're not. We, we we have no information on that. But we know of ours and our specific configurations. So we we can we can believe in those, but we shouldn't believe in anything until we have evidence otherwise, in regards to the rest. Okay. Um, for example, like um, DNA. D does DNA have intent? No. Okay. So like when 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 DNA replicates. No. When when DNA replicates, does chemistry have intent? No. Why why I mean like, why why wouldn't the intent of, of DNA be to replicate? Because it's just it's, it, replication is just part of the it's just a causal process. It's no different than the ro rock rolling down the hill. Well, I would have to say one thing though. Our intentions. Here I disagree with. Yeah. Well, okay, what I would have to say is, though, all of the things that we do describe as intention are also a causal process as well. So, you know, so everything's causal, but I think, like, it's when yes. we're getting down to what it, what's intentional or not, I think we have to remain agnostic on some of it. Like, how could we really know about the intention of DNA? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, well, trick, let's, actually, let's just say there's no evidence for... But wait a minute, you, in you, DNA, but there Candler, is evidence I, I, in brain states. I hear where you're going, but wait a minute. If 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 we like start with the with the a premise 
that we don't have a, a, a free will that, you know, that basically this consciousness that we experience is just as causal as everything else. So th th from that, we have to conclude that whatever happened before the Big Bang in a causal manner causes our consciousness. Right. Yeah, and so consciousness is, is a causal process that happens through causality. And so, like, I get where George is going, I think, although I, I'm, I'm completely baffled as to a lot of this conversation. But what, what I think is going on here is that just as consciousness um, uh, happens in humans and mo most animals that we, that we can see, um, it could be happening at, in other levels that we're not aware of. Sure, there wouldn't be any evidence of, but it's something that could be true nonetheless. There's a lot of... Can I – what's that? Can I the opposite point of view? And so basically we, we don't believe chemical reactions have intention or consciousness, the thing like that, or at least still don't. And maybe perhaps we should be a little bit more skeptical about our own intentions and consciousness. And oh, this I is probably where I really disagree with Trick. In that, basically, you know, he's arguing that you get to a certain level of complexity or whatever, you get a brain, and all of a sudden you have intent and consciousness. And I think yeah, this is where we should be a little bit more careful. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, but you already said that we have consciousness, right? You agree we have consciousness. You just you're just not agreeing that we we have the. A possibly correct interpretation of what consciousness is. Right. I think I think what Yuri's saying is that consciousness oh, doesn't wait, necessarily wait, include intent. Go ahead, Yuri. It doesn't include intent, but then again, it's sort of a mixture. Is you know, it's George's everything is conscious. It's Susan Blackmore's. She's not conscious by extension. Nothing else is. And they're two sides of the same coin. I, I, can you explain that further? I don't see. If, if somebody's saying everything is conscious and somebody's saying nothing is conscious, uh, oh. uh, how, how do you connect those? So Susan Blackmore, <laughs> so to, to, to my mind is, you know, so basically, so what we're describing is some kind of feedback loop where you know, just imagine you've got an autopilot that can fly from O'Hare to Heathrow. So can you do that without some sort of consciousness or awareness? You can literally program that plane to fly from Chicago or wherever to Heathrow. Right. That's, just not the way, that's just not the way we work, though. So, 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 so is that so plane con – No. Not, not that we're aware of. We don't have any evidence of it being conscious, but we're aware, we're aware of humans being conscious and having... Yeah, but hold on. But, but hey, is guys. That, is is, 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 is hey, that hey, autopilot... I'm hey, sorry? Hey, 
Oh, Taylor, what's up? Yeah, yeah. You're aware hey, of hey, um, hey, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I I was gonna go take my shower because it's 7:30, so I'm gonna get off of here. But I'm just gonna just leave the computer on so that you guys can finish it up in the next half hour. Because really, it's it's George, it's you and Trick mostly, and a little bit of Yuri having this debate about consciousness. So I'm lost anyway. Uh, that's all right. All right. So so you can just continue. That's right. Join us. All right. All right. Sounds good, Chan. Okay. Bye. All right. So like, um, wait. Uh, Yuri, Trick, I wanted to go back to intent. Um, do, do, do the two of you accept this, this concept of errors, um, arise, of, of mutations, genetic mutations arising from errors? You, you can call them errors. I mean, I don't know if errors is, is the right word, but you can call it that. And, it's and it's, so it's kind of like. What's the wrong word? It's just a mutation, but it, it's just a, a change in in gene, gene sequencing, basically. Right. So in other words, like the 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 gene, um, the, the the DNA, you know, like because I've seen this in a lot of textbooks. They say it's it's a you know mutations are due to errors in the replication process. So I think what yeah. we're saying. I mean, you you could think of it that way because it's it's kind of like don't, don't call it errors. It's kind of like a photocopy. If you take a photocopy and then you have another copy, it, it, the the two copies might not be identical, right? So right. So, so but, you, but again, like, but but, but the, there's a causal reasons for that, right? So there's there's maybe a scratch on the glass, there's whatever. There's there's causal reasons for it. Same thing with us. Like we, we have mutations due to environment, and, and certain conditions cause mutations. There's a there's a number of of causal factors that cause mutations. Right, but again, like the 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 the, the central point is like you know if we don't if we agree that. Error is not the right word. I think where error error assumes that, that there's a mistake being made, and, 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 that, and that to assume there was to assume well, no, that assumes that 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 when when there isn't a mistake being made that. That is correct. So there's not more. What's that? The replication is slightly chaotic. Let's go back to mechanism. Let's go to mechanism. If we can. The replication, uh, the replication is slightly chaotic. But chaotic just complicates things that, 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 that relates to creation and also it's all causal, you know, so, but, yeah. but let's go back, let's go back to this. No, it's saying what it is. No, but chaos, chaos refers to kind of like. Our universe is chaotic, like it or not. No, I know, but it's causal. So chaos just refers to prediction. It's, it's partly it's, that. Right. right. So, like, going back, trick. I think, like, you know, the the same way like, you do with mechanism. You know, you ascribe consciousness to human beings and perhaps other organisms because we're aware of a mechanism that explains it. Okay. Now, um, 
why can't we use that? In, in other words, like before the Big Bang, so there, there um, we don't know what there was, right? But right. we have no mechanism to explain the laws of nature, to explain the existence of, of mass and energy and the forces. We have absolutely no mechanism Correct. to to. But but we still have that because like, none of these things exist. So, so at that at that point, what we say is. These are the things that exist, and we don't know why they exist. We don't. We're not really sure what caused them or why. Why we have these laws of no, no, no. I know. My my point is, is like, for example, like we know that all this exists simply because 